Today is Friday, August the 4th, and you're tuned in to another edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Donald Ware. Hope you're having an outstanding Friday as the weekend is officially here, which means our preview today will be the last preview of the week here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, and we're continuing with the MEAC, and today we're going to take a look at South Carolina State, who finished 5-6 and six last year, 5-3 and three in MEAC play, and to quote uh, Buddy Pugh, who enters his 16th season as the head football coach at South Carolina State, a 5-6 and six record around here won't cut it. And that is, in fact, what South Carolina State was last year. As a matter of fact, they lost three conference games in a row, which is even more uncharacteristic of South Carolina State. They lost to A&T. If, a, if they get a play one way here or there, they were toe-to-toe with A&T, a mistake down the stretch, and A&T was able to close that game out 30-20 to in Greensboro, North Carolina. Play here or there, South Carolina State may have won that game, and then they lost – to the Hampton Roads teams, Hampton Road and Norfolk State by a combined five points. And uh, they win those three games. Then, they, of course, they, they did not play North Carolina Central, so we would have had another tie in MEAC play. Uh, but uh, there's plenty of reason for optimism when it comes to South Carolina State for the upcoming season. And I tell you what, um, when you look at the Bulldogs and the expectations for them coming into this season, it's going to begin really on the defensive side of the football. That's where South Carolina State is going to be able to um, succeed. And I mean, when again with the Bulldogs, it's going to start with <laughs> Mister All World Darius Leonard is Mr. All-World. He's the reigning uh, box to row Willie Davis National Defensive Player of the Year and also um, a guy that has made the box to row All-American team for two straight years. And this is a young man that led the MEAC easily in tackles. He had 124 tackles on the season. 14 and a half of those tackles were for loss. Three and a half sacks, two interceptions, uh, one of which he returned for a touchdown, three pass breakups, and four forced fumbles on last year's. A young man um, that has already graduated, had an opportunity, maybe he could have gone elsewhere, maybe a la Mike Jones of North Carolina Central who opted to go to Temple. He chose, meaning Leonard, to stay at South Carolina State. And when you put him with Deshaun Taylor, who is very, very good. Deshaun Taylor is a big-time hitter. 83 tackles last year, 54 of those solo, 10.5 tackles for loss, two forced fumbles. That may be the the best tandem linebacker combination uh, in all of FCS because when you look at Leonard, he's on everybody's All-American team. He's on the Buck Buchanan watch list. And then Taylor, I think, is a bit underrated, I think. Um, and that young man can definitely play. So those two young men will have the Bulldogs straight, at least on the defensive side of 
the football. A couple of other guys in the secondary that definitely there's some veteran guys that are definitely going to be able to um, help South Carolina State defensively. They weren't bad last year, but um, they I think they're going to be a whole lot better in 2017. Offensively is more of the concern for the Bulldogs. Adrian Collick, the quarterback who was more of a running threat, gone. He graduated. Also, Caleb York, talented quarterback, um, didn't he, didn't see eye to eye, or you know, there was some clash between he and the coaching staff. He has opted to transfer. So now you got to start from scratch. If the season were to start today, then Dewan Ford, who saw action in seven games on last year, uh, would be the starting quarterback. But you got a couple of uh, you got a redshirt sophomore in uh, Marcane Goodman, who is competing for the job, as well as Tyrese Nix, who are also challenging for that starting quarterback position. So uh, I think quarterback is of concern for the Bulldogs. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, and then the receiving core. I mean, they have a young man in Quan Caldwell who returns 22 catches, 221 yards, and three touchdowns on last season. They're going to have some young receivers also. And then um, they lost a couple of really good running backs. So they're going to have to uh, – their running back situation uh, is uh, – but they got some They got some guys that, that can get it done. Because remember this, South Carolina State has had some outstanding recruiting classes. As a matter of fact, each year that we've ranked these recruiting classes, of course a couple of years they've been number one. But they've always been in the top five. So even though you're missing um, a couple of guys, Bishop Ford or uh, Dondre Brown, you're missing those two guys who um, rushed for in excess of 900 yards combined last year. Um, I think they're going to be pretty decent at the running back position. Uh, and in part because they're going to have a good offensive lineman. Yeah, they lose a couple of starters, including Javarius Lehman, who signed a free agent contract with the New York Jets. But Robbie Stevenson and Justin Evans are both first-team uh, preseason all-MEAC selections. So, I mean, you know, we're not going to cry a river for South Carolina State when it comes to the uh, offensive line department. They've always had pretty solid offensive linemen. As a matter of fact, more recently, they've had a couple of guys that have gone on to play in the National Football League. When looking at South Carolina State's schedule, it's an interesting schedule because whereas in years past, typically, like if you look at last year, South Carolina State opened the season with three FBS opponents um, off the top of my head, Clemson, UCF, and it seemed like it may have been one of the FBS schools in Louisiana. But those were tough games. All three were losses. This year... The Bulldogs, who are very popular when it comes to the MEAC SWAC Challenge, they're going to open the season on Sunday, September 3rd in the MEAC SWAC Challenge. And as if you haven't heard, the MEAC SWAC Challenge, which used to be played in Orlando beginning last year, it, they, they're alternating now between uh, a, the SWAC host and the MEAC host. So last year, um, the MEAC host was, uh, uh, was um, Bethune-Cookman. And then this year, South Carolina State is going to travel and take on Southern. That should be a great atmosphere for football. It's, it's a phenomenal atmosphere in Baton Rouge. They're super excited 
hungry about their football. South Carolina State and Orangeburg is the same way. So that may be a packed situation. And and actually, just as a side note, I, I guess I kind of like that with the MEAC Swag Challenge that they're, you know, they had some challenges with getting people in the seats when it came to playing uh, that game in Orlando. So why not play it on the campuses, uh, and which I think is absolutely outstanding, especially when you have a host this year like Southern, who the Southern fan base is maybe them and Jackson State when it comes to HBCU football, maybe the two most, uh, the, the the bigger fan bases, the most uh, – uh, uh, fan bases that are most excited about their football and, and by the way they travel well South Carolina State travels decently as well so again that should be a good football game then the next week they're going to take on Charles Southern or Charleston Southern they're going to host Charleston Southern and then the third game is going to be uh, Johnson C. Smith comes to Oliver C. Dawson Stadium so a bit of a change whereas in years past South Carolina State would have at least two FBS opponents you remember years past they would play that Palmetto Classic against Benedict. And so all of that has changed. And now South Carolina State giving up a little bit of money to Johnson C. Smith, who comes to Dawson Stadium on September the 16th. So that's a look at South Carolina State. And, uh, you know, expect the Bulldogs. I think if I had to choose right now, I probably would have the Bulldogs fourth, pick to finish fourth behind North Carolina Central, North Carolina A&T, and then Bethune-Cookman. So I want you to have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll pick back up on Monday and take a look at the Norfolk State Spartans. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk with you on Monday.